welcome to the Chicago Golf Tour Podcast. That's Rob, I'm Tom, and we're going to take you on the journey. What is the CGT? Here we go. All right, folks, welcome back to episode 11. As always, we got the big fella on the ones and twos. How are we doing there, Rob? What's going on, Tom? Not much. You see that, uh, that little action over there in the corner? Big fire guy. I wish I was in there. It's freaking cold. Big fireplace guy. Boy, do we have an episode today. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. We have a very special guest on. And actually, he has a new title for <laughs> the 2020 season. And that is our hot dog guy. The hot dog guy. The hot dog guy, Vince Pavlons. So There you go. little intro on Vince. He just got in the waiting room, so uh, we'll be quick here. Vince is a OG. He's been with yep. us for the last three years. Um, yep. Played on the Southside Tour the last two years, and then this past year was on the Westside Tour. Oh, uh, yeah. You and Vince are, are pretty tight, correct? Yeah, we've been uh, friends for a long time. Yeah. So we're, we're pumped to talk to Vince and see what his ideas are uh, next year for doing the hot, the hot dog review. At oh, Eastern. yeah. Um, and then as well as, you know, get his thoughts on on where he, you know, because I'm sure you've talked to him about this, but I haven't had the chance to. Sure. Yeah, of course. Feedback specifically. So it'd be pretty cool to see, you know, what he thinks and, and how we've come since year one to now and, and get his, you know, uh, get his feedback of, of the CGT. So, oh, yeah. Let him in. But, uh, Mr. Vince, the hot dog man, Pavilonis in the building. Let him in. What's going on? What's, What's up, up everybody? There we go. There we, I, I had the volume down. I probably was listening to some betting podcast at school today, so I had to put on mute. <laughs> Kids came in. <laughs> Good to have you on there, buddy. Yeah, thanks for inviting me. You guys are doing a quality job there, so I'm kind of honored, actually, to be uh, on the podcast today. You're, you're the first player guest on the CGT podcast. I, I am honored about that, so thank you. <laughs> you know what I'm not too honored about? That you what is that? That polo. <laughs> oh, Notre Dame? Yeah. Seriously, really? Yeah. Big Michigan guy. He's a big Michigan guy. Really? Yeah. How, you know, uh, Tom? When, uh, you know, St. Peter pulls up in that Kelly Green Cadillac, he's just going to wave me over. Other people got questions to answer. So just be prepared when he asks you. What do you think about your boy, Brian Kelly? You know, I've never been a huge fan of his, and he's done a lot of really good things. I mean, that kid died when yeah. he first got there, you know, filming practices and when that made yesterday feel like nothing probably. But uh, he turned them into winners for sure. Yeah. And, you know, they just had, they were very inconsistent. He improved like the weight program, uh, the locker room, like all of those things. And they're a very good football team now. Right. And a lot of that is him. Yeah. But I feel cheated that he never had like an Irish bro get Notre Dame or something <laughs> like that. Kind of like. <laughs> <laughs> so I am a little, you know. A little sad we got cheated on that, but yeah. I was huge like Marcus Freeman fan when he signed last year. I was like, hopefully, you know, Kelly is done in two or three years and yeah. this will be the guy. So it all happened a lot faster than I thought it would, but there you go. Let's talk uh about your upcoming role in 2022. Okay. And that is the hot dog review guy. 
All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. I think I said just kind of like off the cuff, like something, you know, just kind of saying those things. And uh, because even like last year, I was like, no, we should do like a podcast of just like the courses we play and just like no one will probably listen to it. But like, it'll just be fun. Yeah. And last year I taught like remotely. So like I had all my students were at home and I was on the building on uh, Google Meets. And I felt like I was like on a podcast, like educating and entertaining and just kind of like, I don't know, just those like ideas I have. But yeah, definitely I can, you know, get a hot dog and come up with some kind of a rating scale for it. And, uh, you know, I'll go like from there. Or if you guys have ideas for me to do, I'm definitely, you know, I'm always down for, for eating. I'm more of a post round eater than a, uh, <laughs> and, uh, Halfway house. Yeah, you're not a too hot dog type of guy like Tom at the turn. Yeah, I felt like that was a. But I respect that though. I I I definitely respect that. Hey, I appreciate that. Um, no, I love it. I think it's definitely something we could add. Um, you know, maybe like a scale from one to five balls, golf balls. That is. Okay. Uh, All right. Yeah. Hey, you do you do whatever you want to do. All right. You know, and I you know when you said about like in in the tin foil, so you know the dog kind of like sticks to the bun a little bit, like all of those things are important. So I Absolutely. I feel like if I can contribute that way, I'm I'm all in. Absolutely. Speaking of, we so we did a little bit of an intro uh before you came on. Okay. Uh, but we we definitely declared you as an OG. You know, you've been with us for the last Three years. Right, uh, right. Tell us a little bit about, you know, what you've seen over the last three years, you know, what, you know, uh, how we've grown from just, you know, a tour to now three active tours, yeah. basically everything that has been implemented, all of the good, all of the bad. Let's hear it from your perspective on playing on the Chicago Golf Tour. Well, first off, when Robert, I think Dick Knight told me about the Southside Golf Tour, I was a little suspicious. Anytime you put Southside, you know, being a Southsider, I know Southside Parade, Southside 16 softball tournament, like you're just a little suspicious about it. But I'm like, hey, it's golf. I'll do it, you know, whatever. But like it was definitely a blast uh, playing, you know, like a lot of courses that I am familiar with and feel like I can go out there and I can play well and also playing some like newer courses. Yeah. Um, I actually won a tournament in my first year, uh, Palmyra. And when I got out there, it was kind of raining that day. Uh, definitely not like ideal golf conditions, but the course was kind of like suited my eye. Yeah. And, um, you hear that, play, I'm hey, sorry, Rob, go ahead. Rob, you hear that? Palmyra? Oh, no, yeah, I was there. I was there. I was there. I, yeah. I got it. it. Outstanding. It kind of reminded me a little bit of point of woods but more of a course in Michigan called Hampshire, which is kind of like poor man's point. Oh, I know Hampshire. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> on, it, on. Great sausage biscuit. You know, it's been so long that I've been there and I will have to, next time I go try the sausage <laughs> biscuit for sure. It's unbelievable. But, <laughs> but uh, no, definitely tours definitely grown um, every year, just kind of not knowing what to expect in that first year where it was nice to where, okay, I've got, 12 rounds of golf all planned out, sprinkle a few more in. Um, but the more that we play, just kind of like being competitive, like having those juices flowing again and, you know, thinking about playing golf, like, okay, I'm going to attack this hole and, you know, this hole has got trouble on the right. So I'm going to stay more left and just kind of really 
thinking the way through that I did like when I played in college. Yeah. It wasn't just go out there and bang the ball as far as you could. You know, I like to more of less shape the ball a little bit and just kind of lay up to my yardages. And I started doing that again. So after the first year, I was like, no, this is going to be great. Just something to be competitive. Yeah. And then uh, second year, a few more courses were added. I think one was eliminated. I'm not sure if it's still on the South tour or not, but um, all the courses were great. Like having great deals is definitely, you know, Rob's probably shaking his head on, on that one, but like, you know, saving a few bucks, it's really nice courses, especially um, I'm drawing a blank now. Uh, the one country, uh, Ravislow. Yeah. Right. We play there for like, 15 bucks with a card. It was like unbelievable and just, you know, quality golf. And then this year having the um, three tours, I know just kind of seeing like the Instagram stuff and like Robert telling me about different things that was going on, just getting more people involved was just awesome to see. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's kind of fun to see where it's going to go from here and just meeting like some good people along the way as well. And a couple of times we went out there and just kind of like randomly paired up with someone and kind of yeah. tell guys taking out yardage books, like kind of you know, <laughs> taking a scorecard and be like, Oh, are you part of the South side tour or, you know, Chicago golf tour. And they say, yes. And yeah, just definitely met some good people along the way. And that's part of golf. Right. I feel like golf, like, once you've learned to swim, like you should learn how to play golf. Like it is a life skill just to meet people, yeah. uh, network through them. And I always tell my own students who are just, you know, in elementary school now, I'm like you need to play golf when you get older, like no matter what business you have yeah. or you're in, you're going to go farther because of golf. Yeah. And I don't know if you guys can attest to it or not, but like, you know, in oh, education, yeah. there is no, Okay, we're going to go out and play golf today. Like you're in the classroom with these kids all day long until you're tired at three o'clock and then you go home. But like, you know, so-and-so knows how to play golf. Let's bring him out with us with some clients and just, you know, really good opportunities where if you're not a good golfer, they're not going to say, you know, Joe over there's bad at golf. Let's bring him along. They're going to say, no, we'll call him for the bar afterwards or something like that. But right. No, totally agree. Actually, that's a great point. We, uh, I don't think we've, really got into that side of of golf but i i definitely agree um i think it definitely teaches you some life lessons in in terms of just listening for example um listening to other guys talk you know about their story their business their lifestyle um you know the the communication back and forth the camaraderie you do you do learn a lot of things on the course um that you could definitely apply off the course so Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, it's huge networking. A hundred percent. It's yeah. especially in the, my, you know, my world. So, yeah, I mean, we're all, yeah, um, go ahead. Sorry. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Continue. No. Yeah. I, I'm just, you know, where else do you get to meet somebody and play, uh, you know, a competitive game, but also get to learn about that person at the same time? You know, you don't really get to yeah. do that anywhere else. Yeah, that's very true. So that's a great. You know, no, it was it was awesome that first round that we we played this year, meeting Phil. You know, getting paired up with him. You know, the the other teacher and that's just, right, that yes. yep. Yeah, that was that was awesome. Just like you said, meeting new people and just getting along with everybody. You know, everybody's out there just to have fun. Do you remember? I forget. Maybe Phillips Park. I think I was playing with you, and it was later in the day. So we were going to take carts and we got hooked up with two older guys walking. Oh yeah. 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 
they looked like just looking at them like they lived out of saddlebags all their life. Yeah. Oh, you gotta be kidding me. But like they were just like great guys, like oh, yeah. fun to talk to. The one left after nine is like, I'm gonna get a drink before I gotta go home. I'm not gonna play right. the other nine or whatever. And then the one guy, I'm not a huge car guy, like I have a truck, I know what it is and how it runs and everything, but this one guy drives away in a pearl white Audi. So oh, that's he, right, yeah, that's right. But yeah. he didn't spend a dime on his clothing or his golf clubs. Yeah. But he nope. rolled out of there. We just like died laughing. Yeah. That was and you forgot. Oh man! All right. Yeah, <laughs> I did enjoy that course though. That was a that was a nice little find. And then you know these courses that you know these aren't that far from us that I had no clue that was right. even there. And just right. like experiencing new golf courses, uh, you know, probably two, three, four each year has been awesome. Yeah, we get that a lot. Is hey, I I didn't know that one that this course was so close to me, and two like. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been living here for 20 plus years and, you know, now it's one of my favorite tracks. And that's, you know, that's really what we're trying to do is, you know, open the door for people to play, you know, as many new courses um, in their respected regions um, that correlate to the tour they're on. Um, and then sure, sure, but the regions, Vince, do you know he wants to take Heritage Bluffs away from us? You know, that's what I did here on I, yeah. I i listen to every podcast you guys are doing a really good job but i did um hear that yes i did yeah i i apologize not you know well there could be so, a layover no maybe the the tourists can share it i don't know you guys should uh negotiate a, that that's a potential uh i've considered that with you know um you know similar to what we did last year with cog um we're just trying to so the explanation behind that was you know we're trying to shift from you know, just a, a south or even like a southeast, and we're trying to swirl over to like a southwest and move you guys up a little and kind of rotate everything right, right, clockwise, right. Um, and it, believe me, you you shouldn't have to explain things to anyone at all. Like, you guys are doing a great job, it, it, it's always hard to be in charge. I'm sure you guys take flack about everything, but as long as Robert's on, on board with that one, that's why I voiced my uh opinion there as well. <laughs> I, I appreciate that there, Vince. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's it's a blast, man. I mean, we uh, we love doing it. Um, you know, even even doing this, we we talked about it for a while, and then we finally pulled the trigger. And then after you know our first couple episodes, I'm like, Rob, man, like for me, this is just like super weird. Like, you know, I'm not used to, you know, like you, you you, you know, you were uh, at home for the school year and you were, you know, this was normal to you after, right, yeah, yeah. I would assume after a couple of weeks, but you know, I've never done this. I'm not really a big camera guy. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm a very quiet talker. So like for me to be able to do this after like two episodes, I'm like, Rob, I don't know, man, I don't <laughs> know. but the more, so it's kind of, it's, it's very therapeutic for me, honestly, because by now, like my friends are kind of just like sick of hearing about the CGT. They're like, yeah, cool, man. Like we've heard about it for the last three years. So a lot of what I talk about on here is essentially, you know, me being able to just express what I've been, you know, feeling or going through with the CGT. So it's nice to be able to, to get that out and have, you know, have people hear, uh, you know, what we're planning or, you know, for instance, lastly, you know, what, what goes through our heads during uh, a round whether that's your outfit, so-and-so, et cetera. So it's super cool. I mean, 
Rob's like the only other guy I know that, you know, literally could just talk golf all day and not be like, all right, man. Um, you know, uh, we're, and that's a good thing. Yeah, definitely. It just kind of gets your like juices flowing again. You know, like usually this time of year, like, ah, uh, you know, golf, it'll be there again. And just like little things happen throughout like the winter that kind of just, like get you like reminded about golf again. Like I had to go to PJ Superstore to buy a gift card for someone uh, the other day. And like I was in there. Um, I was in there for like an hour, just like, you know, looking at the used clubs, like hitting a few clubs, like, you know, looking at the shoes and everything. And then, uh, uh, Kokrak having a seven foot in his back, in his bag, that got me fired up. I've, I've got a seven foot. Oh, that's right. You're a big seven foot guy. I forgot. About and, like, and I was kind of like, oh, do I really need this club? And like, you know, what, what should I do? And like hearing the Kokrak have one, I'm all, I'm on board again. <laughs> so what did, what did the seven would replace? Uh, you know, it could be different things. Sometimes I'll take out, you know, like a four and a five iron kind of depending on like what golf course it is. And I'll, yeah. I'll kind of look at the par threes. If there's something that is longer, I will add that seven wood in there. Um, it's pretty versatile where I can hit it kind of just high and let it land soft. Yeah. I can kind of like just draw it a little bit and still get pretty good distance out of there for like a shorter par four. Um, yeah, I just monkey around with different clubs and ones I don't like. I'll try to sell them for to Robert, mark it up <laughs> a little bit. But what would you say is your number one overall course in the last three years? And then your number one hidden gem over the last three years? Man, um, I feel like that. Palmyra just because I'd never played it before and um you know playing well it's somewhere just kind of always like skews you a little bit the following year I still played well but not as well yeah. uh what was the course in Shanahan um Cinderella Bluffs. no oh, which one Robert Heritage Bluffs Heritage Bluffs Heritage Bluff, yes yeah. so that's the one that they want to take away from us right yeah. yes that's the one okay. he wants to take away okay and I always get the names confused but I would say that one but for like some of the little things um, I went there with Steve to play during the week and it was like a gully washer of a storm. Like we both drove there, but it was pouring rain. Like I went there just to get out of the house yeah. you know, kind of thing. I knew that we probably were not going to play. So I think, I don't know if you joined us, Robert, or someone else did, um, later in the week, but, uh, um, yeah, we, we played, okay. we walked for 17 bucks. It was awesome. That's right. Yes. I almost offered to pay for everyone, but I didn't. Um, <laughs> but they were out there, like the grounds crew, like taking care of everything, like blowing off the greens, like, you know, with hand blowers or whatever, you know, blowing all the water off in areas, like just the pride they took in their golf course. Yeah. Like really got me excited um, about that place and then also play there. So I would say that's probably my, my favorite course just for the whole thing. And yeah. just you know, like working at a golf course and, you know, Shanahan's not a large area, no. just the pride, you know, those people took in their golf course, like taking care of it, getting it ready. Um, yeah, probably that one. So I've kind of lost track of your question by now, but I've answered some part of it, I guess. I don't know. I, no, yeah. I, so I was I say, probably say the same thing to me, but yeah, no, I was going to say this is, this is probably like the 11th consecutive episode we've mentioned heritage bluffs one uh we all just love it but two so 
it was your number one favorite overall course and then your number one hidden gem? Um, so you kind of answered both by saying, I think you said Palmyra. I think both. Yes, correct. Well, oh, as you know, we finish every episode with a top three. I do also, know that, right? Also, not only are you the first player guest, you're also the first guest that will be on for the top three. Ooh. Normally, normally okay. we end with whoever we're, you know, we're talking to and then Rob and I just kind of recap and then we, you know, do the top three uh, later on. So I am honored for this privilege here, for sure. I was kind of wondering that, you know, in the back of my head, I don't want to ask any questions or anything. So I was kind of wondering, you know, would I be involved in that or kind of oh, cut off? Oh, yeah. I'm ready to go. We, we, oh, you're in. Rob, Rob and I talked about it uh, earlier. I said, oh, yeah. what? I, I kind of want to, you know, have them for the entirety of the episode. And even the top three, I think it'll be, you know, super cool. We've never done it before. So why not? Let's go. Let's do well, it. I want to know your top three biggest pet peeves on the golf course. Well, that's a good one. I like that one. That is definitely, definitely a good one. Biggest pet peeves on the golf course. You know, I think definitely someone like walking all around the green, just taking like too much time because there's so much time when someone else is putting for you to figure things out. Yep. That always kind of bugs me. Yep. Um, and another one that bugs me is when, and one of my best friends does this, he's an outstanding golfer, so he has the right to do it. When it is cart path only, yeah. the guys that take their bags off and walk over to their ball to decide between two clubs, which one they, they want to hit, uh, that's Bob Carroll. Oh, yeah. Bob, uh, you know Bob, but. If Bob is, you know, say it's a 150-yard shot and his ball's on the other side of the fairway, he takes the, his bag off the cart, walks all the way over there, you know. It's the craziest thing I've ever seen. I, he, plays in the, he plays in the Pawpaw Cup, and I can't tell you how many times he's done it, and the other people in the cup are like, is he really doing that? And we're like, yeah, that's what he does. I, but Bob I, is I, so I, good. Like, do what yeah, you want to do. When you're that good, yeah, do whatever Bob's you want sick. I just yeah. got so angry listening to that. I've never, <laughs> I've never even heard of that. Oh yeah. Normally, you just you shoot it and then you take two or three clubs and then you walk your ball. He takes. Oh no. He takes the bag. Yes. Oh my god. Yes. Here's the thing, Bob is a good enough golfer to where you can't you know, say it's a hundred and fifty yard shot. And he closes his eyes, picks out a four iron. So he can figure there. out how to get it there. Yeah. Right. He, so good. This is really. <laughs> so what do we get for the one? So hole? the so the last one, I think that when I love to play fast. So yeah. I think like anytime it's over, like I'll give you like four and a half hours, like the max, but like golf should be a lot faster than that. And I feel like when we walk, we're a lot faster. Just because, like, you know, you're not really talking much till you get to the green around the tee box, you're kind of off on your sides going. So it's when, uh, you know, people just kind of go drive over to the right, wait there for two, three minutes while someone else hits and then drive way back over there. So I think the time of golf. Yeah. Okay. So to recap, you got pretty much not necessarily pace of play, just knowing, you know, time allotted, 
you know, around the green, around the green, for sure. Yeah, right. Uh, I definitely agree with that. I'm almost the guy who's putting, like, I'm almost taking my backstroke while that guy's ball is like rolling. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, just because you know, like you said, you should be already looking at your line, marking your ball, cleaning your ball, putting it back down, ready to go. Right. So I totally right. agree with that. So you got that at your three hole. And then uh, number two was taking your bag with you all the way down the <laughs> fairway. I, I can't believe I just forgot about that. Um, and then number one, just pretty much slow play. Would, yes, which is kind of the same as the uh, third one. So kind of a correlated play, I guess. But if I were to have another one, if those are the same, uh, when someone kind of knocks it off the tee and says one, that was kind of bugs me. It's kind of like, it was funny the first few hundred thousand times. And now it's just kind of like, right. Right. I was going to say it. I agree. I agree. Um, it looks like we, Oh, no, there, there he is. We got a lot of men. Rob paid perfect. his bill this week. Did he? No, yeah. there he is. He, he's, he's coming back in. Let him in. There he is. All right. He's back. So we just did a quick recap of, uh, Vince's top three. I think you might have missed only one. Uh, basically, okay. his one was uh, essentially just slow play all around. Um, he yep. talked about how you guys walk pretty much faster than guys, you know, ride to play. And uh, sure. basically just the awareness, you know, yep. in between walking and riding. So um, let's hear it, big fella. What is your top three pet peeves on the golf course? My top three – Pet peeves would be the guy that stands behind you with a shadow on the putting green. That always gets me. Um, two would probably be, I'm sure I'm guilty of it too, but the, the people with the gloves when you're on the tee and the Velcro going back and forth. Yeah. And then the number one pet peeve is the guys that stand over the ball and, you know, check their grip, re-grip, check their grip, re-grip check their grip, regrip, and then, you know, they finally hit it, and then it's like a, a shank to the right, you know. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, I mean, those, those are all – so I think one of those is in my top three for sure. Um, so my three-hole would probably be kind of a mixture of both of your guys's. It's more of just like awareness, especially on the tee box. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm all for chatter. But, like, if I get up to my ball and I address my ball and there's still chatter, fine. But if I'm sitting there kind of doing what you're talking about, Rob, I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not doing it because I'm doing it. I'm doing it so you kind of just, you know, no one to be quiet. Right. So it's like, okay, well, are right. you still going to keep talking? or So that, yeah, that drives me nuts. Um, as soon as it's hit, you know, keep talking. I don't care. But it's, it's more of just giving that person the respect during their shot. Um, and it's not to say like, oh, you need it like, you know, super quiet. No, I just, I don't want to hear you yap. So, um, that's probably my three. Number two is definitely, um, and even watching somebody do it is worse is not fixing your, your, your pitch or divot marks. Um, drives me. Yeah. That should be one for everybody. Oh, that's a good call. Yep. Yeah. It drives me banana. Number one is not watching your ball. So it was either between not watching your ball or somebody driving a cart who doesn't fucking deserve to be driving. <laughs> yeah. um, it's definitely not watching your ball. There's nothing worse. And I get it. I've done it a thousand times. You, you know, 
you hit one, you immediately know that thing is two fairways over. And that right. guy, you know, throws his club or whatever and turns around. And then you jump in the cart and you're like, hey, where you at? And he's like, I don't know, somewhere around here. It just right, right. It drives me bananas. Even, you know, even on spring days or fall days when you got leaves or, or, or shadows or something, it's so important. It I think it speeds up the pace of play so much when you know exactly where you're at. Oh, for sure. So. For sure. I mean, yeah, when, when you have to search for your own ball or, like, bring other people and just dragging right. them away from hitting their own shots, yeah, that's always one that right. that's a good – that's a really good one. But no, thanks for coming on there, Vince. Um, and as always, how we sign off each week, not only Rob, but Vince, we'll see you in the fairway. <laughs> see you in the fairway, boys. Take care. See ya. Thank you. Appreciate see it. You.